And the other potential driver is uh, the first-party title generation. Uh, because in the past, as you all know, uh, we wanted to popularize console. And uh, the title was uh, something, uh, and uh, the first-party title main purpose was to make our hardware or the console popular, right? It is true, right? But, but there's a synergy to it. So if we have a strong uh, first-party content, uh, not only with our console, but also other platforms like uh, computers, and the first party can be grown uh, with yeah, multi-platforms, and that can help operating profit to improve. So that's another one that we want to practically work on. I personally think there are opportunities out there uh, for improvement of margin. So I would like to go aggressive on improving our margin performance. So apparently PlayStation 5 is entering the last stage of its life, according to Sony, and they're focusing heavily on games as a service, which means we're not going to get any new IPs this year. Let's talk about it on the latest episode of Decked Up, the Gaming and Tech Podcast. Ooh, what's up, everybody? It's Mikhail Casanova, host of Decked Up, a gaming and tech podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about PlayStation because, yeah, interesting day of news to wake up to. I was not expecting to wake up to see the articles that have been going around from Bloomberg and from IGN or via Bloomberg. And then IGN is, you know, putting their own spin on it and then finding out, um, we're at the end of this console generation. I have a lot of commentary on that because it's something I've been saying for years and uh, very few people actually took me serious when I was saying this, but um, I'm just going to go ahead and cut to the chase and, and say it up front. Releasing a game console during the pandemic when people honestly didn't have money, didn't have jobs, and for the most part, you really couldn't easily buy one until like three years later. It's a bit of a dumb move, but let's go ahead and um, we're going to hop into this article. Before we do that, do me a solid. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you like it. Sub to the channel if you haven't already, if you're on YouTube and if you're listening to it on your audio platform, then make sure you, you know, like and all the other stuff shared around. Okay, let's go ahead and get into this, right? All right, so it says right here, PlayStation 5 is entering the latter stages of its life cycle, says Sony. So this article is from Wesley Yinpool. Uh, they wrote it today. Well, yeah, they wrote it at 12.20 a.m. on Valentine's Day, and then they updated it about uh, three and a half hours later. Okay, so it says, let's get this out of the way. No, thank you. Uh, after sales of PlayStation 5 failed to meet expectations, Sony has said the console is entering the latter stage of its life cycle. Sony has set an ambitious target of 25 million PlayStation 5 sold during the current fiscal year ending March 31st, 2025. 
but now but has now revised his forecast down to 21 million after PlayStation 5 sales during the crucial holiday 2023 quarter came in lower than expected despite aggressive promotions. Not to mention they released a brand new PlayStation 5 last year. Us, or rather a revised unit, the, the slim model, mid-generation refresh. Sony sold 8.2 million PlayStation 5s during the third quarter ending December 31st, 2023, up from 7.1 million sold during the same quarter of the previous year. But that was not enough to hit Sony's lofty target, so they got, they got arrogant, basically. According to Bloomberg, Sony's senior vice president, Naomi Matsuyo... Well, I can't even talk. Naomi Matsuoka said the company now expects the sales pace of the PlayStation 5 to start falling from the next fiscal year, which begins April 2024 and runs until the end of March 2025. Looking ahead, PS5 will enter the latter, the latter stage of its life cycle, Matsuoka is quoted as saying. As such, we will put more emphasis on the balance between profitability and sales. For this reason, we expect the annual sales pace of PlayStation 5 hardware will start falling from the next fiscal year. Okay. Let's keep going with this article. It says, uh, the PlayStation 5 launched November 2020 during the height of the pandemic. It has now sold 54.7 million in, the, in just over three years. This November, the console turns four years old, and with Sony now saying it is entering the second half of its life cycle, thoughts will inevitably turn to the next generation and the PlayStation 6. Uh, one game that may be set for PlayStation 6 as a launch title is Hideo Kojima's return to action to the uh, action espionage genre, Physiot. Uh, Kojima has said work on the game is expected to begin in earnest at Kojima Productions after Death Stranding 2 and in partnership with Sony. Death Stranding 2 has a 2025 release window and based on Sony's latest comments probably won't come out before April 2025. Fizzant wouldn't then be expected until 2026 at the earliest, possibly 2027 or 2028. The PlayStation 4 came out November 2013, the PlayStation 5 came out seven years later in November 2020. If this pattern repeats itself, PlayStation 6 will come out November 2027. Elsewhere, Sony has said it will not release any major existing PlayStation franchise games before April 2025, ruling out big sequels in God of War and Spider-Man franchises anytime soon. Okay, well, first off, why the hell would you expect uh, a new God of War or new Spider-Man when the latest centuries literally came out not even not even a, uh, six months ago for Spider-Man and not even a year and a half ago for God of War. So I, that's foolish to expect sequels to that. All right. So in reading through this article, uh, this doesn't mean that the PlayStation 6 is right around the corner or that the support for PlayStation 5. I've seen a lot of wild takes on Twitter, to be honest. There have been a lot of wild ones. Um, all this is basically saying is that, all right, so it's been out for, we're closing in on four years. If they're going by their release cycle, it makes sense, right? All right, we're going to start prepping for the next console, but we're also at the, the second half. We're now at the tail end. We're at the second half of this console generation. Uh, when you put that in perspective, it makes sense uh, overall. 
And I think a lot of things that I've been seeing have been absolutely wild. People are like, oh, they're 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 done with the PlayStation 5. They're, there's not gonna be another PlayStation 5. They're gonna be pushing uh for for um this or that. And it's it's just been wild. I, I've seen a lot of hot takes. Anyways, um my my thought process on that, all right, is you they I've said for years the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series generational consoles they should have dropped in either late 2021 or early 2022 or sometime within 2022 uh it should have dropped maybe even 2023 beginning of that year Be and the reason I say that when you release the console legitimately during the height of the pandemic people are let go people don't have money uh the if you're in the u.s you're not getting the uh stipend anymore um what are you doing how would you expect to make any profit off of that and this is for both playstation and xbox i would have pivoted and delayed my console knowing that this is happening and I'm not going to be able to make as much money. There was, and honestly, that was a no need for these consoles to drop when they did because no company, none of the game devs, not even the first party devs were doing anything that took advantage of these consoles whatsoever. Like there's literally almost no point to them. You had games that were still coming. They, when you have consoles coming out day and day, on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series at the same time with PlayStation 4 and Xbox uh, One, what is the point? Even the performance jumps weren't that great between last and this generation. So I didn't see the point as to why Sony did that or Microsoft did that either. It was just, hey, we had this set. We made the announcement at the, at the beginning of 2020, and this is coming out. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Where are you going to make your profit? Because it didn't make sense. It didn't at all make sense. Uh, yeah, I, I, to me, that was a bit of a fail. Like, I, I just, ah, uh, mm. nope, nope. That didn't make any sense to me. Anyways, let's go to this other article. All right. So let me move this on over. Yes, people, you can see on the right hand edge, I use Edge browser. It's really dope. All right. So this article also from the same person released literally the same, um, uh, actually, minutes before the other one. So Sony will not release any new major existing PlayStation franchise titles before April 2025. I got a war Ragnarok and my Marvel Spider-Man 2. Sony has said it will not release any major existing PlayStation franchise games before April 2025. In a financial call, Sony Interactive Entertainment boss uh, Hiroki Totoki uh, ruled out big new games in the game in the blah, 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 and the God of War. Sorry, it's really old, early and I just got up. In the God of War and Spider-Man series during company's next fiscal year, which ends March 31st, 2025. Tatoki said, regarding first-party software, we aim to continue 
to focus on producing high quality works and developing live service games. But while major products are currently under development, we do not plan to release any major new existing franchise titles next fiscal year, like God of War, Ragnarok, and Marvel Spider-Man 2. And they shouldn't, because those literally both just came out within the last uh, 15 months. Uh, Totoki's comments appear to rule out everything from a Ghost of Tsushima sequel to a Horizon sequel before April 2025, which leaves a big first-party game gap in the PlayStation 5 slate. However, Sony will, of course, release new first-party games for the console from new franchises, such as Haven Studios' Fair Games and Firewalk Studios' Concord, as well as non-major franchises. There's also scoop to um, or scope to continue to release remakes of previous big franchise titles. Sony released Last of Us Part Two remaster earlier this year, and it seems likely other PlayStation Four games will get similar treatment. Yeah, can we get the Order eighteen eighty six remaster, uh, or even Bloodborne Born remaster? Anyway, uh, meanwhile. Sony is pushing hard on so-called second-party games to help flesh out the PlayStation 5's upcoming exclusive games list. It has secured Square Enix's hotly anticipated Final Fantasy VII Rebirth as a timed PlayStation 5 exclusive, as well as eye-catching uh, action games, Cellar Blade, and Rise of the Ronin, all of which are due out during 2024. Totoki's comments uh, come after Sony confirmed PlayStation 5 sales had failed to meet expectations despite aggressive promotions. Sony had set itself an ambitious target of selling 25 million PlayStation 5s during the current uh, financial year, but after selling 8.2 million PlayStation 5s in the third quarter to December 31st, uh, 2023, up from 7.1 million sold in the same quarter during the previous financial year, Sony has now revised this full year forecast to 21 million, 4 million short. So, all right. Try NGN Plus for a dollar. Hell no, I ain't paying y'all nothing. Anyway, sorry, I did have to say that. All right, so, okay. Breaking all this out, right? Um, I'm seeing people lose their minds on Twitter like, oh, we're not going to get any new exclusives. There's there's no new first party titles from from PlayStation. Like, what are they doing? How are they fumbling the, the ball this badly right now? Um, PlayStation has been doing this since PlayStation 4. There's a lot of games that were going to PlayStation 4 that were timed exclusives. They just had a longer time exclusive window. I mean, look at the near near. Um, Automata, or Automata, however you want to say it. I know people like to flame me for how I pronounce that. But that game was timed exclusive to PlayStation 4 for several years. And then you got the game of the Yorha edition uh, on the Xbox uh, One years later. You know, there's so many games, and people assume, and this is the part that just gets me, is when people assume that this is a doom and gloom type situation it's not at all literally playstation has been doing this for a whole well at this point generation and a half their first party titles are very similar so they need to supplement those titles with third party this is a basic business model because if none of these companies had any third party timed exclusives or support then 
you would have massive gaps. And I'm talking N64 levels of gaps between game releases, if you understand that reference. Um, that was, that's pretty much all this is, you know, I would not freak out over this. You're still getting, uh, seven, seven re, uh, rebirth. That's a timed exclusive. Same thing with Final Fantasy 16 was a timed exclusive. Um, you're getting, uh, Rise of the Ronin, right? You got all these other games that are coming out. So they're still making PlayStation the place to be. But this also lets you know something that, um, you know, I and, and Gaming Chick, another content creator, have been saying also for years is that PlayStation outside of the PlayStation 5 or Sony, rather, outside of the PlayStation 5 uh, sector isn't very profitable. They're not profitable in their movie sector. As we all know, the TV thing went kaput, you know, it's not doing well. And cameras, so-so. Uh, phones, not really. And they make some amazing Android phones that people don't talk about. Some of the best cameras, best silky smooth experience, but it's not something that is mainstream. They don't really put a lot of money behind it. I would spend money on a Sony phone before I would buy a Samsung or any other brand. Um, and then there's also, you know, it comes down to just the PlayStation brand as a whole, you know, that's profitable. But when you look at everything, then you, you, you pretty much get it. All right. They're working on putting out on building, making brand new exclusives. So we have the Wolverine game. We got probably the next horizon title, Spider-Man three, I believe due to the leaks, we, we got earlier we know that that's coming out later and then you got um other existing franchises that are going to come out down the road but right now we got this period because i mean y'all forgot about last year 2023 was stacked so right now they're they're padding and they're going to lean on their third party games to be able to do it plus they're also pushing for PlayStation titles to come out on PS5 as well as PC. I mean, look at Hell Divers 2. That game is insanely fun. Came out day and date on PlayStation 5 and on PC. So they're also going to be pushing towards that more too. And I know people hate games as a service, uh, or at least that's the narrative that you hear constantly when you go on X or Twitter or any social media platform. But games as a service is a profitable model more so in many aspects than just uh, online uh, or just local multiplayer or single player titles. That's just because the industry has set that up to be the standard. But yeah, that's that's what that is. Um, don't go doom and gloom. PlayStation still got another at least four to five years before we get any announcement of PlayStation 6. Um, if they're losing money on this, they're not going to rush to throw out another console and, and um, devour this one economically they wouldn't make any sense um we still got the reports and rumors that the playstation uh the next handheld playstation uh device is going to come out and allow you to play playstation 4 or playstation 5 that's not been confirmed whatsoever but it's a rumor and you know people are saying and that's proof that the playstation portal uh was a failed platform which it's not because you're still having a hard time getting it it's not a fail platform. Uh, I think we've really gotten to a point where gamers and industry are just 
or gamers and journalists and and especially content creators are just looking for the next thing because we're really in a point where nothing is really that exciting anymore so people are trying to find anything to talk about and it's just wild okay future self here future mikhail here after having already recorded this video i just want to hop in and say this real quick the the bigger implications of what the sony announcement or the playstation announcement means is that games that are coming out on playstation 5 like first party exclusive titles if they're literally wanting to expand upon that that now means that they're going to pull the xbox model of it comes to console it comes to pc day and date and they're going to make their profit off of it now some people are going to say why would sony do that i came here for exclusives this is a for-profit industry if you're, if you're not aware of that, now you know. If you don't know, now you know. It's for profit. It makes sense. How are they going to... If hardware sales aren't, aren't doing well, you want to get people to buy your game. So literally, you just want to put it out on PlayStation and PC, day and date, saying they just did that with Helldivers, and look at how well that's doing. So don't be surprised if you do start seeing that going in the future. I mean everyone's going to do it except for nintendo nintendo's not going to ever do that i assume but i mean this right here is just going to yield sony and playstation at large a uh, greater higher profit margin so i just want to add that in so back to the rest of your video anyways that's my thoughts on this whole thing uh i think a lot of people blowing out of proportion especially on social media uh this just seems uh par for the course of what any game company i mean nintendo uh, xbox would be doing right even nintendo has done that i mean look at how octopath traveler one was a timed exclusive for like several years before we went to pc and same thing with dragon quest uh s several dragon quest games same thing so yeah all that being said though what do you guys think of this news uh are you happy about it are you not surprised or whatever like whatever your thoughts are let me know in the comment section down below if you're watching this on youtube if you're listening to it in audio format uh definitely leave a comment or a rating uh or do both leave a review at the same time say hey i enjoyed this show five stars or whatever however you feel about it on uh, any of the platforms we're on with all that being said i catch you guys in the next one stay safe be blessed have aloha and uh, yeah, I'll see y'all next one. Happy Valentine's Day.